Welcome to my Holistic Health Podcast and the Beginner Health Sessions. I'm your host, Susan Scollin, and let's be honest, making changes to our health can seem hard, confusing, and complicated. So let's come back to basics. Each Thursday, I'll be here with simple tools you can use to transform your health. See you inside. Hi, everyone. Happy Thursday. Yes, we made it out on a Thursday. Look what, what some prioritization can do. You know, judgment is debilitating. I should have been more organized. I should have gotten, shouldn't have gotten distracted. I'm the CEO. What am I doing? All the stories came up, but I did create an awesome ebook for you that's coming out called Exhausted to Energized. We can all do with more energy in our life. And after waking up exhausted last Monday, I thought, let's do this. Let's get all the thoughts out and move through it. And now you can too. Well, soon, as soon as it's released. I had a great interview with a woman named Christina this morning, all about relationships, babies, and postnatal depression. That's coming out in August. And what I'm loving about these conversations is how deep we go and how healing they are. We aren't alone on our journeys. Today, I want to honor a woman who recently lost her struggle with postnatal depression. Her name is Tammy Silvio, a Queensland mum, and her nine-week-old son is Cooper. She was so excited to be having a baby, and now he will be raised by his father, her husband, Chris. He will know the memory of his mum through the stories that people tell him and what he knows to be true in his heart. So to support Cooper and his dad, Chris, you can donate through their GoFundMe page, and I'll pop a link over in the show notes. Every life matters. On to today's topic, yin and yang foods. You're probably familiar with the yin and yang symbol. You know, the two curved teardrop-shaped shapes that sit perfectly in balance together. Yin is the feminine side and yang is the masculine side. We all have feminine and masculine energies within us. And you can learn more about that over on episode 66, Masculine and Feminine Energies. So what does yin and yang or feminine and masculine have to do with food? That's a great question. Well, all foods are either yin and therefore feminine or yang, therefore masculine or neutral. So they sit in the middle. And what I mean by this is that sweet foods are yin and savory foods are yang. And with whole grains, seeds, some vegetables and fruits being our neutral foods. Our bodies are always seeking balance. So if you eat balanced food, then our bodies are happy. They don't crave the sweet and savory, the yin and yang. Our minds might crave them due to habits, but our bodies don't. Remember, there's a difference in where our hunger comes from, and it's up to us to take the time to notice. Are you hungry because your body is telling you it's hungry, or are you hungry because your mind is telling you it's hungry? So think about when you dive into that packet of chips or block of chocolate or packet of lollies, is it your brain telling you that it's time to eat, or is it your body telling you it's time to eat? And once you eat the chocolate or lollies or biscuits or cakes or dessert, do you crave something savory, perhaps some salted nuts or chips or crackers or toast and Vegemite for us Aussies or wine or beer? And think about when you eat your cheese and crackers or wine or steak or chips, do you like to add in dip or some quince paste or some tomato sauce or some fruit to add in some sweetness? This is your body seeking balance. There's nothing wrong with it, but I wanted to show you how your bodies naturally bring you back into balance without you having to do it. Our bodies are super intelligent. 
But how can we use the yin and yang to our advantage? The best way that I have found is through planning. And once you have a plan, stick with it and write down what came up for you on your journey. For more about planning, head back to episode 46. But let's dive into an example. On Sundays, I generally like to have pancakes for breakfast. It doesn't happen every week. And last week, um, last weekend, I made them on Saturday. They're wheat pancakes with milk and sugar and egg. So all the things I tend not to eat on the regular. Therefore, I know the next day I will crave breakfast. Whether it be toast or cereal, my body will start looking for it. And my mind to a certain degree as well. These days, I find pancakes sweet enough, so I don't tend to put anything on them. However, I did add some maple syrup on the weekend. Just an experiment to see how sweet they actually were, because I'd forgotten. All about balance and no judgment, right? Therefore, I know the day after, because of the planning that I've done before, because of the awareness that I've done before, I'm going to crave something in the morning, and that's okay. The next decision for me is if I act on that craving, and sometimes I do, I explore the hunger, and sometimes it's brain hunger, and sometimes it's body hunger. Either way, I make a decision to eat or not eat. Now, in episode 56, I explain that I intermittent fast. I've been doing this for 12 months now, and it works beautifully for me. So aren't I breaking the rules of intermittent fasting to have breakfast? Yes. Yes, I am. And I'm okay with that. Life is to be lived, not by rules, but by what feels good to us. And when we create our lives consciously, then we live a fuller version of ourselves. What I know is if I eat pancakes on Sundays, I'm going to crave breakfast or morning tea on Monday, but then it goes away on Tuesday. And I could have a slight craving, but I don't really, and I wait for lunch. So I can plan for this. I can write it up and put down that on Mondays I will possibly want breakfast and I can plan what what that looks like. I could choose granola, coconut yogurt and berries, or I could have a piece of toast. Then I can get on with my balanced approach to eating. And that doesn't mean sitting in the balanced food aisle. It means eating from the spectrum of yin, yang and balanced foods that work for me and honoring myself. The other night, we had Mexican roasted sweet potatoes with sour cream taco mix. You know, the taco seasoning mix and you pop it into sour cream and then you stick it in the fridge so it gets really hard and it's really yummy. So the sweet potato is very yin, but also yang. The sweetness of the sweet potato is yin, but the root vegetable is considered yang. So it's really sitting in the balanced side of things, which is super cool. Then the seasoning... or The taco seasoning is very yang. So we've got this yin-yang balanced sweet potato with this yang taco seasoning sour cream mix. The topping, which is tomatoes, avocados, snow peas, capsicums, black, uh, black beans, lime juice and corn, was another balance on the sweet and savory or the yin and yang. So in essence, the meal encompasses the yin and yang and brings me back and everybody in my family back into balance. So look at your next meal and ask yourself, is this yin, sweet, or yang, savory, or in balance from a yin and yang perspective? And to help you, here are some of the foods to look out for. Yin foods are fruits like apples, bananas, grapes, beans, bok choy, broccoli, cabbage, cauliflower, yogurt, tofu, water, and spinach. 
Yang foods are meat, alcohol, coffee, eggs, flour, garlic, ginger, oats, onion, peanuts, salmon, and wheat. Whereas the neutral foods are things like your rice, whole grains, nuts, and seeds. Now, before I wrap up, I want to remind you about bioindividuality. You are unique. There's no one like you. So what works for you may not work for me and vice versa. Therefore, it's important for you to explore what works for you. For example, I love salads, cucumbers, tomato, capsicum, olives. You throw it all in. But that doesn't mean you will. You might love hot soups or stews or rice and dal. It's important that you listen to your body, try things out and experiment. There is no failure here, just what you learn along the way. And to help you, years ago I was eating granola, fruit and organic vanilla yogurt for breakfast. It was divine. I loved it. And then I noticed I was getting bloated by it. Initially I thought I was overfull, and that was part of the story, but there was definitely bloating. So I added in coconut yogurt with the vanilla yogurt and that worked for a while. Then the bloating came back. Okay, so my taste buds have shifted. The coconut yogurt wasn't as sweet as the vanilla yogurt and I shifted my granola to be less sweet as well. So I thought, let's do only the coconut yogurt and only half of what I was eating yogurt-wise. Again, that worked for a while and then it was too much. So now I have it as a treat. I made it for my photo shoot last year and it was so good. I loved eating that glass full of yummy organic (laughs) coconut yogurt from Byron Bay, my homemade granola and berries. But now I don't have it very often and that's okay. My body has evolved and so will yours. This is a journey and remember, you're always coming back into balance. Thank you for joining me today and please hop over to either my Instagram or business Facebook page and share your key takeaways from this episode. And next week, we're going to talk about cravings and why we crave foods. We've touched on this a bit over the last couple of episodes. So let's dive into the eight reasons why we crave foods and what I've learned on my journey in this space. It will be enlightening and I'll give you things to try and play with in your own life. See you in the next episode.